please remember the views and opinions expressed by this show or any other show on DV Radio and its guests are strictly those of said individuals and do not reflect those of the DV Radio staff nor the staff of dysfunctional veterans. The following includes conversation relating to cryptocurrency. The information provided and discussed is strictly for educational and informational purposes only. Any use of any information is done so at your own risk. DV Radio LLC, as well as the hosts and guests of the show, take no responsibility if you wish to use any of the information in your daily life. Again, the topics discussed are strictly for informational and educational purposes only. I am Chris, the CEO. My name is Paul. I'm the COO. I am Chris, a.k.a. Little Chris, the Chief Technical Officer. My name is Zach. I'm the Chief Marketing Officer, better known as the Win Marketing Officer, because it never gets done, right? Of Affinity long show, we will talk about Affinity, crypto in general, DeFi, blockchain technology, technology, uh, and just talk about anything, whatever the hell we feel like talking about. Get to know us at a little more personal level. Babbling nonsense. Is there cursing rules <laughs> or anything? No, you say whatever the fuck you want. I think they'd be more worried. <laughs> if you didn't curse. <laughs> Love these guys. Show me the money. Hey, good morning, everybody, and happy Sunday. Welcome to another episode of Affinity Protocol right here live on WDVRDVRadio.net. Uh, I am Chris. We got Paul and little Chris. Zach will be with us in a little bit. He's running a few errands, so he's going he's gonna to be a few minutes late. Uh, as I'm sure, we're probably uh, through a bunch of people off because of daylight savings, right? Uh, I know <laughs> messed me up, messed us up. Uh, so Fox went back last night here in the U.S., not every state, but most of them uh, by one hour. So uh, maybe an hour ago, there were some people hanging out waiting, you know, couldn't wait to listen to Affinity Protocol. And they're like, where the hell are these guys? Well, we're here now. It's an hour later than you might have expected to other places in the world. Funny, because we were talking about last night. I could have sworn, again, I didn't do any real research on we were talking about whether or not they canceled that they voted to get rid of it. Um, yeah, we, that was clarified. The, yes. the Senate passed it unanimously. Uh, it's supposed to go to the House and then, you know, El Presidente's desk. Uh, and, you know, current political climate. Nobody gives a shit about daylight savings times in the house. So especially with midterms coming up, even after the recess, I find it very unlikely that they're going to get to voting on it anytime soon, but um, sure would be nice, huh? Yeah. It needs to go away. Yeah. Fun fact. Only two States don't do it. That's Hawaii and Arizona. Yeah. I remember in Arizona. I didn't know. Yeah. I guess Hawaii not doing it makes sense. Why would they? They in their own time zone. <laughs> I don't know, paradise time zone. Right. No, it's 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 even worse though, and like, you know, old man, I'm sure you dealt with this back in, in your uh in the further youth of your kids, but like seventeen seventy six. Somewhere around there. <laughs> but like uh for example, my kid, you know, he yeah, unless we wake him up for something specific, he gets up at whatever time is quote unquote time to get up. AKA depending on the positioning of the sun and how it comes through his window and shit like that. Right. Yeah. So let me tell you how his normal wake up time is anywhere between seven, 10, seven, 15. You know, during the week I'm up earlier, getting shower, getting ready for work, that kind of stuff. But typically in, in fall daylight savings, when you get to get that extra hour of sleep, I look forward to it. Well, let me tell you how at six fifteen the sun looks like it was at seven fifteen. that oh. kid come running in the fucking room. <laughs> Hi dad. Yep. So, man, you need to get some automatic blinds or something like that. He does have blinds. They put some trash bags over your window, like we used to but do. Are they automatic? Oh. <laughs> oh, they stay shut all night. He just don't give a shit. He's like, I'm up. And that's what we used to do when I was in. Uh, we'd have to do swing shift or, or overnights and stuff back in the my short period in the dorms, put trash bags over the windows. Right. So <laughs> sun don't come in. Oh man. Hey, so, um, shit, what the hell was I going to say? I don't I just, know. Oh, 
That's what it is. Yeah. Speaking of uh, of dorms and tech school and military stuff, so I, it just dawned on me that our next Affinity Friday is on Veterans Day. And you know what days before Veterans Day? What's that? The Marine Corps birthday. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, it's yeah, it's the Marines. Nobody cares. Um, Damn. But yeah, Damn. I don't know. We get, we got the best birthday out Damn. out of all the branches. <laughs> we celebrate the best. <laughs> Came in hot with that. Nobody cares. When is the Air Force birthday? Because nobody asks about the Air Force. Oh, that's messed up, man. Well, that's because the Air Force came from what? Do you even know? Yeah, it came from the Army. It used to be the Army Air Corps. Of course, yeah. I know. That's why. That's why everybody just like they're like, ah, who cares? Who cares? But nah. You want to know where the Marines came from? Mm-hmm. A bar, Tun Tavern. Yeah, I've heard that story. I've heard that because I, when we go to, I used to go to a Veterans Day thing at the school, and um, and they talk about the Marine birthday because obviously it's so close to Veterans Day, everything else. But I thought they came from the halls of Montezuma, you know. <laughs> but you know, Air Force birthday, Navy birthday, yeah, nobody seems to care. And it was in September, by the way. I don't know when the Navy birthday is. No, we Marines care about the Navy birthday. We get because we get steak and lobster. Uh, <laughs> right. So my point is, what what I want to see is what do we get? Right. Every Affinity Friday, we give away hundreds of dollars. Right. What's our community going to do for us? Not a goddamn thing. So, oh, come on, it's Veterans Day. You ain't getting nothing, kid. No? All right. Nah. <laughs> you better go IHOP and get something. Oh, that's right. I forgot Veterans Day. I, you know what? I never really do it because... No, it's always busy it's as shit. Yeah. And and granted, no like, around here is not a huge military town, but we do have a base a couple miles away. So, you know. Bless you. Thanks, man. Tried to get away from the mic for that one. But, uh... Didn't work. Yeah. I could hear it. <laughs> Oh man, but anyway, I you know, I guess we'll see how that goes. But you know, any Friday this this week we got some uh news. Yeah, you know what I'm doing for this this Friday, aka Veterans Day. What? My wife signed us up to go get family pictures done. Oh man, I'm always trying to get that done, but I keep roadblocking it. See, and (laughs) not only have my roadblock attempts been unsuccessful, uh, but now we're at the point where uh, she also did it early in the morning. So, like, I'm not even getting time off of work. Like, I still got to go to work afterwards. And Uh-oh. she did the whole, like, oh, I, I scheduled them early so you can still go to work. Really? Right, you got you to work on Veterans Day? Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, I did it's a holiday for me. It's a holiday for me. Oh, well, you know, not all of us can work in the financial sector. Yep. Get them bankers' hours. Some days off. Yeah, works out. Must be nice. Must be nice. Yup. Hey, so you guys do anything uh, interesting this past week or what? In laws are here, so I'm gonna just go ahead and say no right (laughs) off the rip. Oh yeah, yeah. Halloween behind us and moving into I'm just going to go ahead and call it Christmas season because like everybody just skips over Thanksgiving which happens to be my favorite holiday uh, everybody just skips over Thanksgiving like it don't exist right you, would, you would think the opposite because you're a twig right you think, you think this man hates food man I love him and mm. I love and I love pie so what are you gonna do? You do love pie. I know that because I know, I know your wife is gonna fucking go to. I know exactly which bakery she's gonna go to. Yep. Now the question is, are you gonna get a key lime from there? Because I know that you're kind of iffy on their key lime versus the that marketplace. Yeah. So the good thing about them is they'll do custom pies. So. Oh. Yeah. So I actually had them, and they kind of looked at me like I was crazy, but I had them do a. Uh, a mint cream pie. And damn, was that good. He said mint? Mint cream pie. 
It's disgusting. <laughs> it was so good. Oh, that's the whitest thing I ever heard of. I'm ready. I'm ready. Especially coming up towards Christmas time. Jesus Christ. I got an opinion about Thanksgiving that nobody would like. I don't like turkey. Oh. I just See, man, mute his, this man. Here's, no, 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 no. Because here's the thing. I'm, I'm close to the same boat as him, right? So, like, it's not that I don't like turkey i'm just i'm not a huge like whole bird poultry fan in general and that stems from just you know eating it a lot when i was a kid okay so i'm just not a huge fan and then you, you take stuffing you throw stuffing in the mix right i don't like soggy bread what is stuffing oh yeah. inherently it is soggy fucking bread <laughs> yeah that's true so i I enjoy the Thanksgiving holiday. Like I, I enjoy, you know, hanging out with family, stuff like that. But when it comes down to like the, the food part of Thanksgiving, like now I'll, I'll, I'll make some re- really, really good rolls. I'll make some really good squash and I'll use some mashed potatoes and gravy. And then, I, you know, the rest, I'm just in there because green bean casserole, you put them onions on top of the thing. Well, that yeah. cooks into the cream of mushroom soup. They get soggy. I'm all set. And that's, that's so no, you know what? No, Chris, I'm gonna let you talk because I know you you win. Yeah, I was gonna say, I, yeah, Paul Paul's on the right track. Basically, it's like it's not that I won't eat turkey. It's just kind of got played out, and like I'll eat turkey ham. Turkey ham is like one of my favorite it's things to put on a sandwich. Ham. Yeah, like you know, like turkey ham. What the hell's turkey ham? You've never had turkey ham? <laughs> Paul, I know you had turkey ham. I've had before. turkey Absolutely and I've had I ham. What the fuck is turkey ham? Lee. Oh my god! Jeez, oh, you said my taste buds are mid. Nah, no. Jesus. Just tell me what it is. Like, so you know when you're making a sandwich, you have ham. Yeah, it's just turkey version of ham. <laughs> no, ham is ham because it's pork. <laughs> no, it just, so all right, all right, all right, all right. So all right, let's say let's say you get done with Easter, right? You got leftover ham. Okay, what do you do with that leftover ham, right? You cut like a kind of thick slice out of it, almost make like a ham steak, right? Yeah. You throw it on a sandwich. Yeah. Same thing with turkey breast. I mean, that, yeah, but that's just sliced turkey. That's not turkey ham. It's not. It's not really calling. <laughs> it's calling it ham because it comes from the idea of slicing up ham. <laughs> you know, they slice bologna the same way. They slice, uh, you know, capicola, pastrami, like all this. Shit. Why ham? But who eats bologna? He does. That's why he's saying bologna. I'm just, uh, I'm just saying. I don't know. That threw me off. I don't know where. I don't know. Like that. That's the most I know about it. Look, old man, we didn't make the rules. I somebody else did. You can Google turkey ham. <laughs> it's not like it's not like this is a new thing. Oh man! All right, I just never heard of it referred to as that. I mean, it's it's. Cold cut turkey or, or a sliced turkey. I never heard of cold turkey here. Yeah, we'll get some culture. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but all right. Last thing on that is so what I was expecting to hear was like you have turkey sausage and shit. Like that's what I was expecting to hear. Like it was somehow, you know, made of turkey. Well, I guess that's kind of what you're saying. It's like, but still, I don't know. It's made of turkey. Sausage. I don't know. Oh, what's hey, up, Zach? Zach, <laughs> okay. you've heard of turkey ham before? Turkey ham? Yeah. No, I've heard of like you put, Canadian like ham? You, like you put on a sandwich. Uh, No, I've heard of Canadian ham. That's about it. Canadian bacon. That's a white person thing, Lil' Chris. It just is. Yeah, it, it must be, Mick. I don't, I mean, I don't, they don't, they don't know it. I never heard. I don't know. It's turkey. It, <laughs> They come from two different animals. What? I mean, again, I probably came in, in at the wrong time here, but like... You just uh, asked if I ever heard of turkey ham. And it confused the hell out of me because it's... Turkey's a bird, ham's a pig. Like, they don't mix, but... It's like the same premise as, as turkey bacon. Uh, I mean, I guess I could go. I could go with that, but... At least turkey bacon is is actually like different than just turkey, right? What you're basically saying is you're just calling sliced turkey turkey ham. That's why it don't make sense to me. But anyway, 
I don't want to bore the shit out of people with our cold cut stories and, and conversation. Mm, uh, too late but, for that. But last thing I do want to say about Thanksgiving itself, why it is my favorite holiday is because to me, it's like Christmas without all the, I, I don't want to call it nonsense, but to some people it is and the pressure of like the gift exchanging and all that. Like for me, Personally, I love giving gifts. Like I, I feel like you know, like I'm a pretty charitable person. I like doing that. But nah, I don't. That's, that's bullshit. Yeah, that's, that's a not, lie. That's yeah, not true. You cheap as hell. Yeah, you not the when most it comes frugal to, person. This man talks about lies. Not when it comes to other people. Like, I'm a charitable person. I am, but not when it comes to other people. When it comes to myself, <laughs> I don't buy myself anything. And uh, but when it comes to like you know my family and friends and stuff, I you know I I like I'm a charitable person. I like to I like to. Give gifts. I like your kids got some socks and some cool. Nah, man, Christmas. let's not talk about the crap that my kids get, and then I have to take it from them because they're bad. Uh, but that's why I like it because it's you know I know it's stressful. Like Christmas can be very stressful for people depending on the economic situation and stuff. So for me, Thanksgiving is that, and and, and I did that. That's the other thing too, right? Like so, I grew up and and you know with very little means, so it was always that holiday where we could hang around, you know. Spend some family time and nobody had to worry about gifts and spending money and all that stuff. So I always mm-hmm. like Thanksgiving. True. True. But let's talk some technology, Chris. Yeah. You know. Fucking, fucking nerds. You know? <laughs> now that Zach's here, we got all the knowledge. Uh, yes, yeah. there we go. Mega Mind had ass right here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I only brought like one brain cell to the table. <laughs> Shit, I could break that down, but I'd sound like an asshole, so we ain't gonna go that far. If you put Zach in a room with a dog, the dog would triple the amount of brain cells in that room. Oh, damn. <laughs> See, I'm already confused. So, like. <laughs> Uh, but on the technology front well basically i was talking to chris on the phone essentially i basically was telling him that where the blockchain is currently with all these other blockchains like algorand bsc etc the but they don't talk to each other all these blockchains exist but they don't have a means to talk to each other if you want to compare it to something a lot of older folk especially chris would understand is that before the internet hate you computers didn't really have a means to talk to each other like we have currently uh that's why the big premise of land parties existed where people there'd be a room full of computers hooked up to a hub with ethernet cables that would plug into the computers and they would talk locally to each other they could not like somebody from America couldn't have a land party with somebody in Asia because the internet did not exist at that point. And basically where I'm going with this is the blockchain currently is, is in that same, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? That same premise, essentially. Uh, and if you really just look at both of them, the way the internet works, the way uh, local area networks work, and you look at the way that blockchains work, they're essentially the same thing. Um, if I know blockchain can be confusing, but if you can compare it to something that we use every day, it might just ha- might make things uh, understand the blockchain a little bit easier for those people who don't understand. Yeah, and yeah, you brought up a, a good point too, because like you would dial up right you were tapping into networks so what you were actually tapping into was like you know lands that were housing the data that you were accessing web pages and all that now those devices weren't communicating by you know dial up modems back and forth to each other those were networked together you're just tapping in using your dial up modem to access that individual land so that's kind of like almost the step that we're getting to right when when you're looking at, um, cause naturally there's bridges and cross chain swaps and all that, but they don't, like you said, they're not really like communicating with each other. That data that's housed on one blockchain, um, is not cross communicating with others like we do now where I have data on my PC. I can actually share that, uh, with another network or somebody else that can't happen at this time. 
as far as I understand, or I know anyway, maybe there's uh, some technology out there that's being worked on. Uh, but yeah, so when as as we evolve with with blockchain and more and more data is actually stored there, you know, getting outside of just the token realm, but actual data um, and whether it's uh, uh, files, pictures, music, whatever it is, will be self-contained on that that network for now, uh, and then eventually we need to move to that point where they can communicate with each other across those blockchains so that data can move, similar to how networks and the internet work today as opposed to 20, 25 years ago. And yes, I am old enough to know that. Uh, I was around with net zero and AOL and all that other shit, dialing in, taking up the phone lines, telling people to stay off the phone. Don't pick up the phone. Man, you had to, <laughs> you, you had to order the internet on a CD. What? I did. That's what AOL was. I know. I know. I had to collect all the CDs. And then if you didn't want to pay, no, the, the, the thing with that was, if you didn't want to pay the monthly off for when it first came out, it, uh, <laughs> it was hourly. So AOL was like, you had to pay by the hour, dude. So you'd get the CD, be like, you get 20 hours of time. And then when your time ran out, you could use another CD, but you had to create a whole nother username account. And then you could use another another uh cd on that so yeah i probably like 30 40 aol username so i can get that free dial up um again cheap and broke but <laughs> yeah those are fun times and net zero came out and they would give like a free month um which i do even remember using while i was in the military by the way you know it's funny old man I, at least I find, I find this funny. You might not find this funny. There's, there's kids these days growing up, right? That oh, you tell them, kids you tell them, yeah, man. Like this. Here yeah, we man. Go. He calls mm. me old man, then opens mm. up with kids these days. And you'll see, you'll see where I'm going with this. So there's kids these days that are growing up that like the concept of Netflix not being like a live stream service, but instead being uh like like how it it started where you literally had to put in the order of what you wanted and they would ship you a dvd oh yeah there are there are there are people like that these days that that concept is entirely foreign to them and now you're talking about dial-up internet using the public telephone switch network like yeah. all this kind of stuff that they they are not going to have any clue what you're talking about man Internet came on CDs. Well, yeah. yeah. And, and 10, 10, 15 years later, Netflix came on CDs too. Like, right. nah, no the way. First question you might get is what the hell is a CD? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think about that yeah. one. <laughs> True. Yeah. That's, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy how fast, uh, you know, that evolved. And that's why, you know, it's true. If you think about it, CDs came and went pretty fucking oh, yeah. quick. Like from tapes, from cassettes, you know, cassettes and tapes to CDs to now like, you know, MP3s. Like that CD era actually was not that long relative to the rest of like technology's lifespan. It's crazy. Yeah. There's a, I don't know what it was called. Uh, it was basically like CDs, but they were golden. They only like lasted like five years or even that. It was like between VHS and CD era. Talk about LaserDisc? Yeah. They're huge. They were huge? Oh, I don't <laughs> know. Maybe because I was broke. No, they were big. I never had any. I never owned any, but I, I've seen them. Yeah, they're big. They're like a record. <laughs> well, how long did they last, though? Uh, not long enough for me to have own one. Yeah, I don't think they lasted that long. And then the... Uh, the competition between Blu-ray and uh, what was the other one? About as relevant as fucking Dreamcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what was it? Was it H- HD, CD? What, is it? what was the competition with Blu-ray? can't remember now. Oh, I don't no. remember that. I, Blu-ray took off. Everything that I knew had Blu-ray like real quick. I remember specifically getting a PlayStation over an Xbox because it came with a Blu-ray player instead. Well, I think that's what it was. So Xbox had one of them and PlayStation had Blu-ray. And that's where the, the real competition started because they were like, well, which platform is going to take off is going to kind of dictate 
which one right. really catches on. I think it was it was just called straight up like HD, whatever DVD or some yeah. shit like that. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't doubt it because there's always been like this, you know, this this uh kind of like this war. I mean, as you know, like AMD and Nvidia, right? They're virtually the same fucking thing, but yep. everybody's gonna have an. Nvidia oh God, don't say that to a don't say that to an AMD person. <laughs> <laughs> dude, that's been mad time telling you how different is, they man. are. That's, that's dude. That's a conversation just like Apple versus Android, Nvidia versus uh, yeah. AMD. Same shit, man. Nah, it's the fucking same, man. That's the fucking same. Now, of course, I will. I will take an Nvidia all day over an AMD. AMDs are bunk as fuck because they don't last. But when it comes to in terms of quality, Damn. like it, it really is like it, it's it's micro differences. Truthfully, oh, it's funny because when uh, when I was in the heyday of my my gaming life, uh, AMD was was the top of the line. That was like you didn't have an AMD. What are you even? What are you even running? <laughs> but yeah, at some point that that changed or flipped. Quality of products, man. Like honestly, everybody would rather pay, you know, an extra hundred fifty, two hundred bucks, and you know, possibly have to wait in line for something that they know is going to last them five to ten years. Like the before I swapped to this fucking thirty eighty, I had a ten eighty that lasted me five years, I think, or maybe even six. Yeah, man, I still got that ten eighty. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, but I didn't have to upgrade either. I just wanted to because I felt like it was time. Like, I was using my PC more, and I could tell. Like, if I was to upgrade the 1080, then I was gonna want to upgrade everything else in it too. So I might as well just get a new PC, right? So that's what I did. But nonetheless, like, I didn't have to. I could have probably just got a better motherboard, got another 1080 to go with that 1080, and it would have fucking worked perfect. Um, You know, so. Oh no, I just think uh, longevity wise, they usually last longer. And then now, especially too, like. You bring up a good point, like Android versus Apple, right? Because AMDs typically you see in like low profile laptops and, you know, just these bunk ass computers that aren't that good, that get a bad reputation, right? Whereas yeah. NVIDIAs are usually as exclusive, exclusive into, uh, you know, high power Intel computers and not all the time, you know, obviously they do have their lesson, what lesser models like the 1660s and shit like that. Um, but definitely, like you see NVIDIA and all the, the higher power models and stuff like that, where AMD gets a bad name, just like Android, we got all the lesser models that no one gives a fuck about. Um, it was like everybody thinks of Android, they think of just like some bullshit ass track phone that you're going to toss in the trash after you're done calling your dealer, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> and, and again, coming from, you know, uh, you know, those words coming from the, the marketing person, uh, that, mainly comes down to marketing, right? So when you look at Apple versus Android, Android being open source, so Samsung being the biggest manufacturer of, of Android phones, Apple is exclusive to iOS, you know, is exclusive to Apple. So when it comes to marketing and all that, it's very, you know, central to that one company. They can put all their funds. Obviously, Apple has a lot of money. Um, same thing when you're talking NVIDIA, Versus AMD. AMD has always been, you know, a, a company, a big ass company, but they've had less of a market share than NVIDIA for many years, uh, kind of like when they were battling with the Intel, the CPUs. So mm-hmm. they never really gained that footing to create those partnerships and those marketing opportunities with them. So it doesn't necessarily mean their product is, is lesser. It just means they haven't created those partnerships to really get it out there to the masses the same way NVIDIA was able to do. Agreed. You see apples and, you know, all of these schools, all these libraries and stuff like that for a reason, you know, you know, a, like, I mean, we can't say that windows usually can be more compromising. So, you know, for security reasons, then that kind of makes sense. But um, just for the fact of like Apple can go to all these big universities and say, Hey, like, okay, I'll cut you a fat ass deal on all these computers. This is just, the ones you got to use every usually, but it's like, oh, okay, no problem. Just as much as, um, you know, fucking Google going to these high schools. I mean, shit, I think they're starting to phase out of them now because they're fucking trash. Google Chrome's right. They're so terrible. Or the, uh, uh what's the, what's Chromebooks. 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 Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Chromebooks. Yeah. yeah. God awful computers. The worst, just the worst UI. They're fucking slow as shit. They don't even work for school. You know, they really don't. Um, but like, they're going to go to, you know, 
high schools and shit like that and have them use their products. So now they're getting that market. And then honestly, when parents go and buy their kids a laptop for Christmas and some shit like that, they're swayed because they're, they're swayed because they have seen a Google Chromebook their entire fucking, they think that their kid likes it. They think that they know how to use it. It's like, okay, let me, let me just get them a new one. Right. And it ends up just being trash, but they don't know that. Right. Shit is crazy, man. Now, now I, I do understand that some people, Again, depending on your financial situation, you that may be all you can afford, right? Because Google Chromebooks are, are cheap. What? Don't tell me that. There's 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 Dells out there for like fucking hundred fifty, two hundred bucks, man. That's true. But I'm just saying, imagine <laughs> it's just the UI, man. Just the UI of the Google Chrome, or sorry, the UX is just so bad. You cannot navigate that shit at all. I hate MacBooks, but I hate Chromebooks even more. Those are god awful. No, but but imagine being like a 16, 17 year old kid or whatever, fifteen. And, and for Christmas, you get a Chromebook, right? Thinking you're going to game on it. Uh, <laughs> exactly. And that would, exactly. That'd be heartbreaking. <laughs> oh, man, it's called life lessons right there. Uh, shit. <clears throat> yep. Uh, you know, speaking of computing power, right? And that, and that goes back to uh, another thing with, with blockchains that uh, has to evolve and is evolving especially with certain certain chains, uh, a couple of them that we've kind of looked at recently, is uh, the computing power that is needed to run these nodes. Uh, that is something that, that needs to evolve. Um, you know, right now that's, you know, you look at, you look at uh, Ethereum or, uh, you know, Binance, uh, the amount of computing power that you need to run a node for those things uh, is insane. Yeah. Storage, the, the, the power consumption from leaving it on and it running and, and using all of the, uh, the resources constantly. Uh, you know, I talked to somebody that, that was running a node and was filling up disks like every few days, uh, and power consumption, their, their bill was real. I mean, it's when you, when you, when you're talking about a node on a proof of stake, it's, it's similar to the, you know, how hard it's working. Uh, for somebody that's mining, so that's that's something that really needs to to kind of evolve over time. And and you know there are some chains out there that use very little uh, power to run a node. Uh, there's one I was talking to one of the developers on a chain not too long ago, and they were saying that you could actually and he has been running a node on his laptop uh, for a couple Ew. of years. Holy fuck! Yeah, so. I mean, it's getting much, much better. And, and this is why as a community and as, uh, you know, a company and, and everything else that's anybody that's involved in DeFi and crypto, uh, I think we need to do a better job of promoting the technology over just the financial aspect. Now, don't get me wrong. You know, there is a lot of potential and there's going to be a lot of money made, in my opinion, on on you know, cryptocurrency itself over the years, but the technology behind blockchain is severely overlooked as to what the potential and power of it can be and will be uh, over the next, you know, say, you know, three to five years or so and what it can do. But some changes need to happen. Same thing. That's why we're talking about this old technology. We go back to the days of dial-up modems and now look where we are. We got Fios that's doing over a gig up and down in your house. Um, so, uh, it changes quickly. We got to take advantage of that. Right, Chris? Shit's crazy. <laughs> Shit's crazy. Shit's crazy. Oh, man. Speaking, speaking, speaking of computing power. Well, man, you put that RAM in your computer yet that I gave you? Nah, man. <laughs> Gotta have a, give it back, man. Nah, man. <laughs> I just give you a free 64 gig of RAM still just sitting there on the desk while you sit there and fill up your Chrome tabs. It's all right. I'll pick, I'll pick it up for you when I come down and grab my business paperwork. I'll grab that. Yeah, I'll, I'll take it off your hands. It's okay. No, nah, I'll put it in because okay. I'm about to. No, no, no. It's all right. Don't worry about it. It's not like you don't need it. It's all right. I'll so, take it from you. It's okay. So part of the problem is where my computer currently is, kind of a pain in the ass. Shut it down, open it up, and... You know, to do Sounds that. like part of your problem is you mad lazy. That's part of it. Yeah, absolutely. Sounds like your, ca- um, sounds like your cable management's <laughs> shitty. 
Not my cable oh, management. Oh, <laughs> it's my working space. Yeah, that's, that's shots fired right there, yeah. man. <laughs> Talking bad cable management. Not my cable management, man. That's shots fired. I actually just bought some new new shit to manage my cables even better because I'm starting to increase the amount of devices I got plugged in around this shit. <laughs> but I'm going to be rotating my whole desk and, and kind of moving things around. So when I do that and I have to unplug my computer to do that anyway, I can go ahead and install it. But I got to rotate things around. Hey, you good at making excuses. I am. <laughs> I am. I'm damn good, man. He's he's got a wife, brother. He has to. Uh, <laughs> not wrong. He's got three kids. He's good at that it. <laughs> oh, he just reminded me. I got to go to my in-laws today. I swear I got work to do today. I swear. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, shit. Yeah, so we'll see what I can get done today before I got to take that trip over there. What I like to do is I like to send them over like, oh, no, go ahead. Just... Oh, I'll beat you over there, and then I show up like three hours later. Mm-hmm. Oh, are you ready to Remember go? Everybody's leaving. Yeah. Yo, <laughs> shit, my bad. I got tied up. <laughs> That's when you get a flashback, and you a flashback of what Chris has done for the past three hours: him sleeping, him gaming, him getting some coffee, driving around by himself, enjoying no kids. Yeah, oh, just cruising around, <laughs> playing, playing loud music well, from the eighties. Half his day is probably sitting in a fucking Duncan line. <laughs> True. Ah oh, man, mobile app. Yeah, but that one near your house get that thing fills up, man. You'd be sitting in the street waiting. Oh he yeah, mobile app. <laughs> yeah, no mobile that. app gonna help you there. Yeah, even that. Like I'll order it in the morning. I order it in the mobile app. No one is gonna take them time. I'll order it fifteen minutes before I leave my house. I'll get there, and the shit still won't be there. They'll look at me and be like, "Are you waiting on something? Are you serious?" <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> I just wanted to come and hang out in Duncan, promote it like a Starbucks. Seriously, and it's tough, man, because I'm. Believe it or not, I'm actually a a super nice guy when it comes to customer service with other people. Like I really, really, really give people shit. Like you really have to piss me off to give you give me shit for me to give you shit. When you're working your customer service job, because I understand, I get it sometimes, but but fuck, man. Like and when I go in there, if I order my shit 15 minutes ahead of time, I go in there and and there's like no not really any customers and y'all just standing around. That there's no excuse for that. Mm-hmm. But if you're busy and shit, I'm not gonna give you shit, man. No, no sweat. I'm almost never in a hurry. Right? There's nothing in life that's that that's that important that I gotta be rushing around. So, you know, I go in there, I wait. But don't make me wait because you just don't give a fuck. You just stand around. Facts. <laughs> you know? But, um, yeah, back to, uh, back to some, uh, technology stuff with, uh, you know, computers in general. Where do you see? I'm curious on, on some of you young bucks because you keep calling me the old man. Where do you see things go? We can see things about metaverse and obviously with VR, we got augmented reality. We got all this other stuff. Uh, you got phones now going from, they were trying to make them as small as possible. Now they're going back to being bigger and they're going back to being flip phones. And like, what kind of shit do you see? Like, you know, you got the next 20 years ahead of you where you're going to be in my shoes for age wise. What kind of shit do you think is going to come? Quantum computing. Okay. And that's going to be, that's going to basically going to have to change the way that we do things on the internet itself. For example, encryption. Quantum computing can break our everyday encryption in seconds. So there's going to have to be new encryption that's created. And then the concept of quantum computing itself, it's the idea of quantum computing itself is completely different from the way that we use normal computers and think about normal computers nowadays, uh, to dumb it down a little bit. What I mean like that is if you take a, a light switch, you can only go on and off. It can exist in two states. Yeah. Uh, now when you take quantum computing, think of it more as a dimmer switch. There's different states between on and off. Like my Phillips hue. Yeah. 
<laughs> so that, that that premise itself is just vastly different from just computers because computers only operate in that light switch fashion just on and off yeah yeah like an andor yeah yeah well that's what a bit is yeah so you know just for for the people who don't know what bits are yeah yeah exactly no that and that that makes a lot of sense so uh let me ask you a question. Uh, is uh, is SHA-256 safe from quantum computing? That's all I'm going to say. What was that? He said <laughs> SHA-256? Nah. Damn. I'm not, not going to say Damn. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's valid points. And I, and I that's kind of where... Things like, uh, you know, uh, blockchain going forward uh, needs to needs to pivot, evolve, change, and, and keep up with times. And, uh, you know, that's, that's also why uh, a certain level of centralization with decentralization is important uh, to make sure that those things can happen and maintain, right? Because one thing that's also... And again, this is my opinion from my my observations. That's kind of keeping some companies or uh, whoever massive stakeholders from really getting involved is the fact that we're still trying to shake out the winners and losers, so to speak, in in blockchain because we're so early. Nobody knows what technology is going to kind of be the front runner, right? You're starting to see a lot more. Um, you know, Polygon's got some people that have signed on. Um, uh, who else? I've seen some deals with, uh, uh, obviously, Algorand's got FIFA. you got um, whatever. Some other chains out there that have starting to sign on some corporate partners. But I think really the the shakeout is going to start happening. Which technology is going to be some of the front runners and the leaders? And then how they're going to be able to maintain that long term. Because the last thing a big company wants is to get, you know, neck deep into a, a blockchain and start you know, utilizing it for all of their day-to-day, whatever it may be, storage or, or, or just activities. And then it doesn't live up to what it needs to in, in two years. Um, and then there's no way to upgrade it or, you know, whatever without doing like hard forks and everything else. Uh, so I think that's a big hesitation right now from a lot of these data companies and big companies coming in and utilizing blockchain. Or they go private blockchains, you know? Just think about it. You got a big financial institution that's using, uh, you know, blockchain for their for all their transactions and and storing your account data and everything else, and then that chain goes down, or you know, whatever. You know, the nodes can't keep up, or or it's getting to the point where you know it's too cost effect, you know, not cost effective enough, and and all that, and too expensive. Well, I think that's where, like, what you're talking about with technology being cyclical and you're looking at how, you know, over the years, the I, I can't remember whose theory or law it was that says, like, every 18 months or whatever it is that computing speed will either double or the size will be reduced by half that he came out with that a, a while ago. And it's, it's you know, upheld its own. Okay. I think that's an important piece as well, because while we're looking at it from a societal viewpoint of oh well hey you know phones are getting bigger you know stuff used to be getting smaller whatever i don't think that we're actually seeing what's happening in the background of all this other these extreme technological advancements i mean look at some of the leaps and bounds that ai has taken recently or like nanotechnology and an rfid technology and like there's all this other stuff that is more commercialized that the you know everyday consumer doesn't really get access to see or, or care about all that much that can eventually be applied to blockchain technology to make it overall better or more efficient. Yep. That's, that's absolutely true, man. And, um, yeah, we'll see what the, the future brings, but that's, that's why I, uh, you know what, you know, what's holding, you know, what's holding us back though. You want to know what's really holding us back. I'll tell you right now. Cause I know, cause I, cause I know a company that is currently <laughs> doing it. What's holding us back is that, Fucking Hitachi Death Star hard drives are still in the market. 
What did you just say? You've never heard of a Hitachi Death Star hard drive? No, I haven't, no Paul, I haven't heard of a Hitachi Death Star hard drive. <laughs> so it's a, it's a hard drive that's called the Hitachi Star, and it's a very cheaply made hard drive that is nicknamed the Death Star because of how often they fail because they suck that much. So unfortunately, consumerism isn't cheap enough yet to eliminate those fucking things from the market so people still get them, and it really holds up the technological curve. <laughs> oh well, thank you for educating me on that. <laughs> and I only I only say it that way because I know of a company that still uh, uses them, and they're absolute fucking garbage. Oh, that shit. Yeah, no, no, no. Honestly, like, um, when it comes to like inner workings of software and stuff like that, that's that's well beyond me. I just know the super basics. Um, you know, nothing, nothing, nothing too crazy. You know, y'all talk about AES and shit like that's way above my head. You know, and especially like even in the military, obviously, I know you guys have that shit in the military, too. Like my background is medical. Like I, I'll show you how to keep your arm in place if it's broken. Like, you know, like that's cool. <laughs> yeah, you got a severed limb. I got you, you know, but other than that, nah. Hey, man, you need some ibuprofen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got a portable two pack with me. What you got? <laughs> man, did the 800 milligram? Zach know all about yeah. them sucking chest wounds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all it needs a pen dude all it needs a pen yeah let's let's hope i never need any of that attention again <laughs> again yeah okay. <laughs> you were there uh, for, let's see if i was with you man i could have helped you it would have hurt but i got you <laughs> I remember my, been in my house. I'm like, no, I'm good, I'm good. He's like sticking pens in my chest. Ain't, ain't nothing would have helped this stubborn, this stubborn asshole when he was dealing with that man. <laughs> like, chill, uh, man. I got a hospital 20 minutes down the road. Nah, man. Nah, I got, I got you. I, I do got, it. I got this bit. All I need is a, a gummy pack wrapper and a bit. <laughs> yeah, fuck up. Oh, man. Nah, that's crazy, um, though, man. Speaking of that, did you see that that shit that happened? Where was it in uh, in Korea? Was all those uh, the crowd? Oh, was the crowd pee? switch! Oh my god, that was crazy! Yeah, that was crazy. yeah. that's nuts. Like I had to like, legitimately look up how that happens because I mean I've been in some crowds before, but I've never like you know felt like there was a potential to ever get crushed or anything, right? I, I understand how trampling and stuff can happen, but crushing from while you're standing like that's insane. Just from, you know, the pure force of people behind you pushing people together and it essentially squeezing the oxygen out of your lungs just from being pushed up against people. That's that's nuts. Yeah, no, that's it's. Mm mm. But I mean, I guess this is <clears throat> maybe a little bit too logical for the people who are in the crowd. I mean, I, sorry, let me preface with I feel bad for everybody who's there. But let me just say this, right? If there was a big ass crowd like that and I looking at it from the outside, I go, I don't want to be in that crowd. That's a lot of fucking people. Yeah. And, and I would go the other way. So like, I, I wouldn't even I, I couldn't imagine like that's I understand people want to get out and shit. But like. I don't know. Like, I don't even, I get anxiety when there's freaking four people in Hannaford, right? You know, like, I, I don't, let alone a fucking crowd of thousands. Like, that's crazy. Like, we go to concerts and shit. I'm the dude sitting in the way back up in the seats. Like, I don't give a fuck about being in the pit. None of that. Like, yep. I'd rather be just on the lawn. Like, I don't, I sit in the lawn just not because it's cheap, but because no one sits there. Like, yeah, yeah. Fuck that. I'm good. Yeah, these days I don't care for crowds so much. I, you know, back in the day, I, I didn't, I didn't care if I was in a crowd. It didn't bother me. But I guess the whole situation was it was like some celebrity announced. I don't know who it was announced that they were going to be at a local facility. So the crowd was already big because there was a party going on, and there was like some celebrity put on Instagram or something said, "I'm going to be here," and they all rushed the place. Yeah, it was the it was like a Halloween bash because Korea just lifted their uh, COVID restrictions for the first time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I totally understand that people want to be outside and stuff, but like, just from an outsider looking in, looking at something like that, like, nah, that's too many people. Um, I think part of it also is that 
at least for kind of my instinct is based from the military because they always say avoid large crowds and stuff like that. So I don't really, I don't mind large crowds, but I will always try to avoid large crowds when I can. Yeah. Yeah. Especially, I mean, in a place like Korea, right? Like South Korea is a beautiful place and, and, you know, it's in itself is nice and not a big threat, but that whole region has been in like high alert for decades, you know, for always potential. So yeah, huge crowds in that region is not a good idea. Especially. I agree. <laughs> but what else you got, Chris? I know, uh, I know this is right up your alley. We pre-show. We were talking about some other stuff. What, what else? What else did we got? We got a few more minutes here with this Sunday's affinity protocol. Do what anybody else got on their mind. A little side note is, you know, those uh, old candy machines. Oh, oh, candy Chris machine. is going to say which one. All right. Like, I mean, <laughs> like the ones that you put a quarter in, like it doesn't matter, just in general. The ones you put a quarter in, you get your uh, a vending machine. The older ones, though. Not a vending machine. The, the twisty ones. You know, yeah. the, the ones at the mall that are still oh, there. Yeah, that really yeah, like yeah. That. Oh, just Chris. Little Chris ain't got kids. So, oh, well, he do. He do. He the does, ones that like, don't take debit and credit cards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh I, what was it? CGS. I found some of the uh old candies that used to be in there. The old Nights, the original uh recipe. <laughs> Man, those things are good. Hell like, no, they the ones, the ones you get from the box, trash. <laughs> Completely trash. Yeah, just like the gumballs, those gumballs are fire too. Yeah, you have to get it from the machine, though. Oh, mm-hmm. those? I thought you were talking. Okay, never mind. Yeah, I, yeah, the, the ones you put a quarter in and twist the ah, knob, you know, with the bouncy okay. balls and shit. Yeah. The ones that every Chinese restaurant has with yeah. the bouncy balls. Yeah. I got you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Damn, you seen one of those, huh? Not the machine, but I thought at CVS they had the uh, like the original recipe candies for sale. Damn. Y'all acted like those still aren't around. Like every place still has them. Yeah. I haven't seen, haven't seen one in a while. I haven't seen well, one. Like in a bit. every market basket around here has them. Uh, we've been to a couple malls recently. They're they're everywhere, man. Every oh, candy bro, they got them at Old Navy with them Super Balls in it. Yeah, so I gotta right. hit three of them. Yeah, you gotta put three dollars and quarters in it these days or what? <laughs> <laughs> no, just no no inflation, still twenty five cents is pretty Damn. great. Yeah, I know. I know. Like Arizona. Though, yeah, I was gonna say Arizona iced tea of fucking grocery stores over here. Well, no, I will. I was about to say there are some that have evolved, and they actually are still the same thing, but they're a dollar and they fit four quarters now. What they did is just expanded the slot a little bit so you can put more in there. They're good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> most of them. All the candy ones are usually still twenty five fifty. My my daughter loves them. Obviously, Dad, we got quarters. We got yeah, we got a couple quarters. I always gotta have a couple couple quarters on me but uh yeah no they real they real here you get yourself a little Damn. tattoo get yourself a fake tattoo for oh, a couple weeks yeah, yeah uh-huh that's just toxic as hell hell yeah <laughs> sign me up <laughs> giving you all kinds of problems we don't even know it's leeching shit into your skin yeah mesothelioma from a tattoo you got a gumball machine fucking <laughs> <Like> lead poisoning <laughs> <laughs> crazy man chris you like good and plenty huh you strike me as a good and plenty kind of person. <laughs> They're just a nasty as fuck. Oh, <laughs> uh, fuck. That's awesome. You don't even want to respond. That's all right. <laughs> hey, so uh, the <laughs> funny, we did get a bunch of reactions. I, I'm just going to mention, I'm not going to say anything more, but that tweet we put out, I'm just looking at people in chat right now talking about trying to figure it out. Uh, of the picture that we put on Twitter. So, you know, go check it out if you want to try to make a guess. And again, it's just good old fun. Uh, trying to guess what we're going to talk about this week. Today is Sunday, so actually it's this week uh, that we'll we'll be talking about some new stuff that we got going on and and, and what's happening here uh, at Affinity going forward. Uh, so do what you got. Uh, don't worry about it if you can't if you can't get it. You'll find out here in a few days as to what it's all about, what we're talking about. Uh, but I think it's it's a lot of fun. Um, speaking of of that kind of stuff and going back to a little bit more blockchain, and, and we got a little bit of a, a run up lately, right? So that's some good news, at least for now. We'll see what, what happens if it holds or if we see some more volatility, which I believe we'll see some more volatility. Um, but 
Um, again, I want to reiterate that uh, anything that's on a blockchain, right? You're looking at any token that's out there, whether it's Affinity or any others, uh, our underlying asset is BNB. So when BNB makes a move up or down, it's it's going to affect every chart out there. So where I'm going with this is uh, use your same risk analysis when you're looking to get into any asset, again, whether it's Affinity or, or BNB itself or any other token out there. Uh, don't get too upset or don't get too excited uh, necessarily just from BNB moves. Still do your due diligence, do your research, uh, make sure you're not chasing things out there or, or, or uh, you know, whatever it is. Don't get in too late or too early, depending on your own personal risk. Look at the entire market. Look at everything that's going on in the world. Look at everything that's going on everywhere and use that to the best of your ability to make those decisions. But I see it all over the place. Uh, <laughs> where people are getting emotional uh, one way or another and making decisions based on emotion. Not a good idea. I just heard, uh, want, want, buy high, want, want, sell low, want, want. Okay, yeah, awesome. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. No, no. All I heard financial was, advice. <laughs> all I heard was chase the fuck out of green candles. <laughs> That's about it. I mean, you know, market movers. You no, know, and again, that's what it comes down to just knowing what the the underlying market is doing versus what that particular asset is doing. What I will add on top of that, actually, which well, maybe I'll be a little bit insightful now before we leave. Um, if we do, and obviously, as you guys know, I watch the market daily. Um, it's part of my job is just to see how the market's moving on a consistent basis. Um, technically. I, I do think that we are starting to turn around. You know, this is a little bit more than a relief rally at this point. Things have stabilized pretty well. Again, none of this is financial advice. It's just the shit that I see. Um, but with this, though, if we do turn around out of this and we do go back to, you know, what we call a, a bull market, use this, if this is your first bear market, as a learning point. When we went down to 183, you know, remember the emotions that you felt. Uh, remember the thoughts that you had. And then again, if we do, whenever you do experience a bear market again, because obviously there are people out there who say this is the best time to acquire in a bear market because it's true that that really is the best time. Because if you bought when that BNB was at 183, you're already at a 2x, let alone what happens to the market at this point. You've already doubled your money, right? Yep. So obviously that's the best time to acquire. But use this going forward. So say hypothetically BNB pushes to a thousand dollars, right? And then we hit another bear market and maybe it resets down to six or five hundred and you're like, oh whoa, I you know, I wish it was at a thousand again, but you know, you're in the same spot, right? That's your time to buy. Um yeah. so nonetheless, again, just use everything that we've gone through in the past three, four months if you've never experienced or actually sorry, fuck, it's been Three, Almost four the, months. A year. Just it's been a year. Been a, yeah, it's yeah. been a year. Fuck. Yeah, we've been going through this shit for about a year. Um, <laughs> you know, this is the time that we live in, right? Shit goes quick. Um, <clears throat> you know, the past year that we've been in this bear market, um, that uh, it's all a learning point, truthfully. And, and again, obviously, I don't want to be hopeful in saying that we are turning around because that's not on me to say. I got no fucking clue. I just like to look at charts go up and down all day. Um, so. Yeah, and that goes yeah. for for any investment that you believe in, whether it's real estate, stock, you know, specific stocks, or there's the whole stock market itself, or crypto, whatever it is, whatever investment you believe in, you always accumulate when it goes low because every investment market is cyclical. So when it goes in its downturn, whatever market you're talking, you always accumulate when it's low. So if you believe, Krista fucking crypto, buy a house, so the market will tank. Yeah, I know. I man, I bought my house in 2012 at the bottom of the market, and I'm sitting on this thing for a while. So no, 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 no. Go buy, go buy another one for me. So then the market can tank, and then I can get one. Okay, yeah, I got no money for that. Um, I go name names, but uh, I'm not those people. Um, but, uh, I don't have money for that. But uh, yeah, see what you're saying. But yeah, so if if you're and I would assume you are because you're here on Affinity Protocol, listening to us, and we're in DeFi, and we're in crypto. So I'm assuming that if you believe in the crypto market, unless you're here just to be a Debbie Downer, like we got some people that love to just watch our tweets and shit just to be able to talk shit about how much they hate us and hate the crypto market. Um, 
But I would assume it's the first time you referenced someone that's pessimistic without throwing my name out. That's true, but I know you love us, Paul. So even mm-hmm. if even if you are you are, you know you love us. Uh, but I would assume if you listen to Affinity Protocol that you do have uh, a belief in in crypto and DeFi. So uh, take advantage of this if if you uh, so choose. But yeah, what what Zach had said, bottom line is is the truth. That is a true strategy. Whether you choose to use that or not is up to you. I know I do. Um, no, you me. don't. I do. Because you didn't. Because no, you didn't. Because you didn't swap that's at two sixty when not, I told you to. Not all of it. You know. <laughs> Got to got to ease my way back in. I'm still, I'm, I'm still not a huge risk taker, but you know, I play things smart. You know, I, I, I sometimes I screw myself out of gains, but I also protect myself from losses. Uh, True, doing the same strategy. So again, that's all risk profile, right? So you can you can limit your losses, but you're also going to limit your gains depending on how you play your risk. Or you can be real high risk. And you can increase those gains when they happen, but then you're also putting yourself in a position where you can take some massive losses. Shit coins? You know, so all about playing it the right way. <laughs> but who knows what the hell that is? <laughs> uh, but anyway, it is 11 o'clock here uh, on, on the Eastern Seaboard here in the U.S. So we're going to be wrapping things up, but I do want to go around and give everybody one last opportunity to throw any kind of. Uh, Last minute words of wisdom, input, uh, anybody that wants to complain about some shit. No, we're not going to do that. I'll just mute you out. Uh, or anything that they want to say before we wrap this show up. I mean, uh, wish me luck. I got to go shopping with my in-laws. Ooh. Man, what is this? In-law Sunday? Who else going to in-laws? Hell no, because <laughs> I got to go to Kohl's to replace a sweater that apparently got some type of pink from when I just did laundry this morning. I don't know if a, it's not a pen. I don't know what the fuck it is. And it only got on my favorite sweater. So now I need to go replace that sweater because it was my comfort sweater. It should make me mad. So that's what I'm doing. I'm replacing the fucking sweater. That ass. 100%. It's my real. favorite sweater. Oh, yeah. Get the first I'm, world problems going on. Fuck. I'm petty <laughs> as fuck, dude. I don't care. It's my comfort <laughs> sweater. That's my that's my Sunday football sweater. You feel me? That Guess what today is? Sunday. And there's football. Wait, and so you're telling me it's not? Sweater. you tell me it's not an affinity sweater? No. Oh, man. Oh. Like, then I gotta oh. go to Banana Republic and pick up some you, you. I just have a banana. Damn, fuck no. I'm cheap as hell, dude. I buy my my shit. My shirts are like fucking four dollars. Uh, my pants. I just get like. I, I mean, honestly, Kohl's does me pretty well. I can usually get joggers and shit for like I don't know, fifteen twenty bucks. Uh, yeah. That are like just comfy as fuck. So, nah, 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 nah. I'm cheap as hell, dude. You gotta tell me. I, I do laundry every week. I got like a week and a half's worth of clothes just in case I get shit dirty. But you know, I don't give a fuck about having like an excess of clothes. I'm super simple. Super, super simple. Yeah, me too, man. If you if you see me 99% of the time, I'm going to be in some kind of polo. In khakis. In khakis. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I got that's, that's not 90% of the time. That's, that's all the time. Of the time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Every single time. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> this man will put clothes on to go to to go pick up some McDonald's, and guess what he puts on? <laughs> Khakis and a polo. <laughs> That's true. That is hundred percent true. I've I've been known to work on my car and khakis and a polo. I'm not even joking. Because yep. man, man came over to help me change out my brakes. Khakis and a polo. <laughs> what the fuck? Man, I'm like the complete opposite. I wear some sweats and some flip flops. That's literally it. I don't care about no, I don't wear flip flops, but sweats. Well, I wear man. slides. Yeah. Joggers and sweats are it, man. Comfy as fuck. I mean, but if you think about it, if you own enough, right? If if that's like what you own, it doesn't matter to me if my khakis get ripped or dirty because I own so many of them. It's kind of like everybody else with jeans and shit, right? You got those pair of jeans. Yeah, that you, you, got, you got a Peter Griffin closet. Yeah, exactly. I, <laughs> I got I got I got my khakis that I wear that I know I'm be doing yard work or some shit, and I just wear that's them. That's hilarious. <laughs> you got like pajama khakis too. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was about to say. His wife's like, yo, come chill on the couch. Chris, come watch a movie with us. He's like, all right, let me get my comfy Hold clothes. On, I, got, I can get my different slacks on. <laughs> <laughs> well, bullshit. It's got a polo switch out to a more pastel colored polo to go with it. <laughs> it's a fuzzy polo. Make sure it's not piss colored. Oh, man, where am I? I? I got a gray, gray polo on right now, but you're going to fuck you up. 
I'm wearing jeans right now. Oh, I don't believe it. Okay. I have Wait. seen Chris in jeans once, once. And that was in, uh, where, where we go. I have two. Uh, and guess what? They were khaki colored jeans. Nah, <laughs> <that's not> <laughs> <here>. <laughs> the stonewash. <laughs> nah, you telling me. Oh, he does wear khakis. I, I do. I own two pairs of jeans, and I'm wearing one of them right now. But I am gonna go get my coffee. They got peppermint mocha back out. I've decided whether or not I'm gonna get peppermint mocha iced coffee or a latte again today. Uh, you should go to you should go to Starbs instead and get yourself a a, a venti iced white toasted white mocha. Blow your mind. Nah, man. Nope. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But one other thing that they do have at Dunkin' Donuts, which we discovered yesterday, is you know they got those uh, wake up wraps. The yeah, the mm-hmm. pancakes. They got the pancake yeah. one now. Uh-huh. Yeah, I saw that today. It's yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. So might check that out. That's know. not my style because I know it's just like a, a frozen pancake. Personally, mm-hmm. I I get a, a, a I love the maple the the, the maple bacon. Maple bacon sandwich with no egg, add sausage. Mm. I usually just get the snack and bacon, which is a bag of bacon. Yes. Yep. Um, what? <laughs> a bag of grease. <laughs> That's just crazy. Whenever that came out, I was like, damn, they're reading my mind. Mm-hmm. But anyhow, uh, <laughs> we are, we are oh, past 11 o'clock. Uh, so we are going to wrap up this episode of affinity protocol as always we appreciate all of you that have come out to listen live and anybody that is listening to this uh recording afterwards uh, that does go up typically you know somewhere around wednesday or so whenever bo gets around to we give him we give him a lot of leeway because he you know does this for free uh and hooks us up here at affinity and, and the whole crew does a lot of good stuff for us uh he also uh, himself is a veteran. DV Radio is a veteran-run protocol, uh, veteran-run podcast or radio platform. Uh, so make sure you check them out. Give them a follow on their socials, uh, especially this Veterans Day coming up on on Friday. Um, so they might be doing a fundraiser. We'll see. Maybe we'll do something as well uh, for for the veterans out there. Uh, so thank you again, Bo, and everybody at DV Radio for what you do in helping us out with Affinity Protocol. Uh, but for now, uh, we are going to call it quits and we will see you all in two more weeks hope you all have a great rest of your sunday and pay attention this week for everything we got going on take it easy everybody hit us up on facebook and twitter